Well, good morning again. And um, yeah, so I'm Trenton McNeil. For those who are either visiting with family or new here this morning, um, you picked a good day to be here for the first time. Um, I'm the youth pastor here, and it's great to be with all of you this morning. I'm so excited to be here. Um, been really sick the last few days. I'm really dizzy right now, so that's why I'm going to be sitting and also maybe talking a less, uh, less uh, exuberant as I probably normally do. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to just celebrate with you graduates, honor you guys. Um, but today is not just about the graduates. Um, today is, every day, is always about giving God glory, drawing closer to him, learning more about who he is, what he calls us to, um, and what it means to follow him. And so it's already been an awesome, awesome morning getting to celebrate the graduates, um, celebrate baptisms, celebrate new life, um, and just have all of you here this morning. I'm sure many of you are wondering what these t-shirts are. These are the youth t-shirts, the youth group t-shirts. I'll stand up so you can see it better. It says, up next, and the next is crossed out. It's up now, up now. And the two verses on the back, Esther 4.14 and 1 Timothy 4.12, um, this up now concept is essentially my philosophy for youth ministry, not my mission and vision statement, but my philosophy for youth ministry. So um, I'm really, really excited to get to talk about this concept this morning because it is basically just my heart, my heart for the students, my heart for um, what God, I believe God has called me to do. And, um, and I've been able to enjoy this uh, for here specifically three and a half years. And I'm so grateful um, to have had the time that I've had here at Community Heights and specifically with all of you guys. Um, I'm trying not to make eye contact with them. Um, I did bring the tissues, um, getting to see who they've become, getting to see how they've grown in their faith, um, getting to see uh, them live out their faith. It has been, it's been so cool. So I'm beyond blessed to be able to be here, um, period, but also as, as the youth pastor, as um, the one that God has called to shepherd this group or partly shepherd, because parents, you guys are the main shepherds. I just get to come alongside you guys. Um, so up now, um, well, first of all, the verse, Esther 4.14, I asked the seniors at the beginning of the school year, um, what is the theme verse that you guys want for this year? Like, what do, what do you want the verse of the year to be to just kind of encapsulate, you know, your senior year? Um, what you want people to know, um, what has been driving you, um, what you want to live by. And the general consensus came down to Esther 4.14, which um, it's actually primarily just 14b, the end of 14, which says, who knows? Perhaps you have come to this position for such a time as this. And so we had this idea of like now, now. It's time now. You never know why, you know, what, what God is doing and why God brought you um, here, but you never know, like God might be using you for such a time as this. And so that was the verse that the seniors picked to choose to embody their senior year that they wanted to represent, that they wanted to live by. Like this, this is the year that we wanna just make sure um, we're trusting God with every moment. We're trusting God with our future plans. We're gonna live for him as much as we can in each and every moment because we, we never know what God might do in and through us or for us. 
And so that, that's the first verse. And then the second Timothy, or first Timothy verse, second Timothy, I don't know. I can't remember already. I should know, obviously. Um, that's basically like the general youth ministry philosophy verse, um, which says, don't let them despise you for being young. Rather, set an example in faith and purity and speech and in love. And so those two things um, are all about, like right now, in this moment, not knowing what God would do, and also you, regardless of how old you are. You, being youth, being young, don't let them despise you for being young. And so back in, um, I, don't know, I think it was like 1996, I wasn't very old, so it's not like I remember this commercial, but I do remember um, WNBA players or people that you know, had already been traveling the world representing the United States. They've been traveling the world, playing in different countries um, for the Olympics, I believe. And they basically selected all of those players and said, hey, we're starting a new league with you guys. And so there's this commercial with some of the best players at the time, the best female players, um, playing against guys at this um, just street ball court. And it said, we got next. And that, that uh, slogan that we got next, that's, that's like such a common, I'm a big basketball player, grew up, it was, it was my first love. Um, and so I oftentimes use a lot of basketball analogies and sermons or just in life, um, I basically can relate all things of life and scripture somehow to basketball in some way. And that whole like, we got next thing, I've always loved. Um, Cause this is this attitude of like, you know, you, you might have now, you might, you might be, um, you know, having a good time, what you're doing right now, but watch out. Cause like we got next and we're coming. And that was always the thing, like somebody's waiting to, to jump in on the pickup game. Um, you know, they, they'd show up to the court and you know, it's already got five on five or whatever numbers they're running. Um, they just say, hey, we got next, we got next. And that like general uh, slogan of like, hey, we're coming on to play next became this embodiment of, you know, this mentality of watch out, here we come. You, you might think you've seen some stuff, but you haven't seen it all. And um, we got next, so watch out. And that's been a slogan that uh, clothing brands have used um, specifically within the basketball world and even like NBA 2K, which is a video game that's about the NBA. Um, they've been running commercials like that uh, for years now. That is all about like, hey, we got next, we got next. And then recently within the last three years, another clothing brand, New Balance, started to run a new ad that was, we got now. And um, I just thought that that was really cool. I'm, I'm a competitive guy when it comes to sports. And so I really, really like all of that, um, you know, like that competitive nature of like these brands trying to outdo each other in advertising and, um, you know, all that. I, I like that. But the thing is, um, what we're talking about this morning is, is not something that's competitive in nature. Like, unfortunately, it becomes that way even within the church and within the Christian circle. Um, but it's not supposed to be. And it's actually supposed to be something that's built around fellowship and community um, amongst all believers. Because of experiences from my past and um, from what I believe scripture speaks to when it comes to um, teaching and training people to make disciples who make disciples. So this up now mentality is... It's more than this, but it's three things. And I know I got, I got two verses, but really this was like the theme verse that the, the students, the graduates picked, and then also um, just the general youth ministry philosophy verse. So that's why the t-shirts got these two verses on the back. But my philosophy for this up now mentality, um, or this up now philosophy is way bigger than that. And there's, there's three things about it that I wanna hit on this morning. And the first thing is that it is a mentality. Up now is a mentality and 
Um, up now is a mandate, and up now is a message. And so up now is a mentality, kind of goes along with this whole, uh, I can't see some of your faces with my water bar right there. A little bit of uh, the Esther verse as it's saying, who knows, who knows, but that God's got you in this place for such a time as this. It's a mentality of we are, we are always trying to live for God, ready for him to work whenever. Not waiting and saying, you know, someday, whatever. Eventually, maybe. Right now, today, I'm willing to say yes to Jesus because who knows? Maybe for such a time as this. Maybe for this conversation in the hallway. Maybe for this moment, if somebody's asking you graduates, what are you doing next year? And you get to tell them, well, God is directing me this way. This is how I've been seeing God move my life and I wanna follow him this way. Who knows, but for such a time as this. I know many of you graduates probably felt this over this last year, or maybe you might be feeling it right now, of like, man, I, I think I know where I'm going. I don't really know what's next. I really don't know, like, actually what is next. And that's okay. And many of you probably are sitting in here thinking, well, I've, I've, been, I've been doing the same thing for decades, or you know, or I just lost my job and I don't know what's next. And like, who, who knows what circumstance you're in? Who knows, you know, where you feel in your relationship with God right now? But perhaps, perhaps God has you right where he wants you and is looking for you to just say yes to him, looking for you to honor and glorify him right now in your circumstance. And we are also told um, many times throughout scripture that we're called to live for God each and every day. Um, and I got to share yesterday with the homeschool graduates about this verse that says, encourage one another every day as long as it's called today. Every day that ends in Y, be encouraging one another, be challenging one another. Up now is a mandate. When Jesus was leaving this earth, he looked out and he said, now go and make disciples of all nations. He didn't say eventually, you know, train up and then go out. He just said, go out. There was a mandate of like right now, you're up now. Right now you are being established as carriers of the good news of Jesus Christ. And that right there is really, really the biggest thing that I hope all of you take away because like this, you know, cute philosophy of youth ministry phrase that we've got on our t-shirts or that, you know, I, I love, um, it's, it's all driven by the gospel, the gospel of Jesus. And if you don't know what the gospel of Jesus is, it's good news. See, the bad news is that we are not good people who do good things. We are fallen, broken people who do fallen, broken things. And we are far from Jesus and we can't earn a relationship with Jesus by trying to do enough good things. There is no way for us to earn salvation, being saved from the debt that we owe because of our sins, because of our fallen, broken, sinful nature. But the good news of Jesus is that Jesus came, lived the life we were supposed to live, died the death we were supposed to die, and he rose again physically, defeating sin and death. And we have salvation in Jesus. That changes everything. And so this really cool, um, you know, ad competition or just, you know, this mentality of, of competitiveness of like, hey, we got next, watch out. Or like, hey, we got now, wait your turn. 
Like I, I enjoy that in a competitive nature within the realm of sports, but the problem is that that should only ever stay in the world because that's only of the world. And everything we do as believers should not be of the world. And what's so amazing about the gospel and about who Jesus is and what he does for us and life through him, you know, congratulations, you now accomplish what you need to accomplish in order to get really close to or finally start contributing to society. Right? Like some of you are jumping right into a job or into an internship. Some of you are gonna go to school for two years, some of you four years, some of you maybe eight years. And the world is set up this way and for good logical reason. So I'm not trying to butt against that, um, but for good logical reason, but the world is set up in this attitude of you got to learn, you got to do more, you got to wait your turn, you got to be better or just be old enough, right? Wait until you're 18 and legally an adult to enlist in the military or whatever, Wait your turn to contribute to society. Wait your turn to be worthwhile to us. And graduation oftentimes is this moment where we're like, hey, congratulations, we're so glad that now you finally can contribute to society. Now you finally aren't just a student, aren't just some kid, but you're growing into adulthood or you're jumping into an internship and now you're gonna be worthwhile. And the problem is, like, that makes sense when it comes to a job, right? Like, uh, you guys going to Van Monen, I'm sure that they wouldn't just put you, like, the head over um, any of their projects that they've got going on today. I don't know, maybe, shoot, I don't know how it works, but, like, there's good reason for that. Or, like, Alex, you want to be uh, kinesiology or physical therapy or something? Like, they're probably not going to just put you in right now and, and have you start um, diagnosing people and then and fixing them up. Like there's good reason for why the world is set up that way. But again, life in Christ flips the world upside down. And one of my favorite things about this up now mentality and about this um, up now mandate, this philosophy that I have for youth ministry, this philosophy that I have for disciples who make disciples for what I do is that it doesn't matter how old you are to be absolutely worthwhile to be active and impacting people for the gospel, regardless of how old you are. Don't let them look down on you for being young, but set an example. We got to see that with baptisms. Six-year-old, set an example. Or one of my favorite things, which was really cool, all of the baptisms were awesome, but just specifically what I'm talking about today of like, you know, the impact for the gospel. Senior impacting senior. Brody baptizing Brody. That is so cool to me. This up now mentality of like, I don't care how old I am. I'm gonna tell people, I'm gonna impact people. I'm gonna reach people for the gospel. I'm gonna reach my peers. Half the people sitting up here, maybe more of them got to share their testimony over this last semester in youth group. And the impact that I got to see these kids have, just sharing, hey, God worked in my life this way. Don't let them look down on you for being young, but set an example in faith. This up now mentality and mandate, it's for all of us. Because especially for you guys that, you know, you're not graduates and um, you might've graduated uh, 40 years ago, Jeff, however long it was. Um, you guys have might, might've been believers for 40, 60 years, um, but you're still up. So graduation is not a finally up now. Graduation um, is just congratulations on school. That has nothing to do with the gospel. Congratulations on school. 
primary education being finished. But all of you, regardless of where you're at in your age and how long you've been a believer, you're up now, you're still up. You don't get to just sit back and like, I did it for 40, for 60, for 80 years. Both of my grandmas are in their 80s. And um, one of them has been sick my whole life because she had polio when she was 14 and or when she was a teenager. And so she's been sick my whole life. But what she's been doing my whole life to this day, she did it last night, I guarantee it. She's up in the middle of the night because she can't really sleep very well. And she prays for every single person in the extended family by name. Even at times, you know, just the boyfriends and girlfriends that are attached to her family. And the other one is in much better health and she is actively going to church and part of women's Bible studies. And this up now thing doesn't stop until you see Jesus face to face in heaven. This up now is also a message. Because when I was in high school, I experienced uh, my freshman and sophomore year an amazing youth pastor, amazing youth pastor, really the reason, pastor, any of that, but, um, sorry. But just the impact that he had on me, I was like, man, if I could have a fraction of the impact he had on me and, and the, the students at the youth group that we were a part of, um, then like I'm doing something for the gospel and, and that's worthwhile. And um, he graduated, he was in um, his bachelor's degree at the time. And when he graduated, he just, he moved on to seminary and that happened to be out of the state that we were in. And so we lost him to natural things. There was no like, you know, sad or unfortunate, I mean, it was sad, no like bad or um, negative reason for like splitting or why he left or whatever. But then what happened after that was the church basically told us, you know, you guys got next. We'll put money, we have money to pay for a youth pastor, to hire somebody new, to invest in you guys, to spend all that time that Ruben spent with you guys, um, but we're gonna put it somewhere else. And you guys got next, you'll get there eventually. We'll, you know, we'll get somebody for you or, or you'll be able to, to learn and grow, you know, somehow eventually. It was this idea of like kind of putting us to the back burner and not really caring about the youth group at the time, not really caring about um, the up and coming generation uh, to pour into them and to invest in them. And so this message of up now um, for me is, it's always been ingrained. Like I wanna make sure that there is no one, regardless of how old, but specifically, I work with middle school and high school students, specifically any of the people, the students that I get to interact with, I will always make sure that I let them know or that they feel like they are worthwhile kingdom builders, that they are impactful for the gospel, regardless of what age they are. It's not about, hey, go to Bible school and you know, grow more in your faith and understanding of theology, and then you can use your spiritual gifts. When Jesus said, go ahead and make disciples, he didn't say, you know, go to Torah school first. He just said, go, make disciples. And so this up now philosophy is a message that I wanna bring to all people everywhere, understanding that we don't look down on the next generation, 
on the up and coming. And we don't look past those who have been doing it for years saying you had your time and you'll be next. All of us together, we are up now. And regardless of how old, regardless of how much theology you know, how new you are to your faith, God is just saying, are you willing to say yes? Are you willing to just speak about me, testify to me? Are you willing to be up now? A mentality, because you never know what God is gonna do. A mandate, because God is asking you to step out in your faith each and every day and make disciples who make disciples, to teach people about the good news which saves and a message, letting everyone know your time isn't done and your time isn't up next. We're all up now. And so as I commission you graduates and as I speak to the rest of you, are you willing, whether you are 80 plus, are you willing to continue to say yes to Jesus each and every day? Are you willing to say, God, how do you wanna use me today? Whether that's to fight for your marriage, whether that's to reach out to your neighbor next door who's going through something or hurting, whether that's to um, pray for those. I've had so many people praying for me this weekend as I've been sick and I just feel so blessed by that. No matter what circumstance you're in, no matter what stage of life you're in, no matter what hurt or pain you're going through, Jesus is calling you and Jesus is willing to use you right now today. Many of the students that gave their testimony, probably about four or five of them that gave their testimony on, on Wednesday nights, they were like, man, I, I, like, I know what I would talk about, but I don't know if I can yet because I don't think I'm out of it yet. And God doesn't look at us and say, when you fix yourself up, I'll use you. God says, right now, you're up. I'm willing to use you right now. And so will we carry that mentality with us each and every day? Will we live out, you know, about theology? Will you talk about Jesus and the saving grace that you experienced? Will you testify to his name? And will you bring this message everywhere you go? Letting six-year-olds know you can do something impactful for the gospel. As you set an example of faith by getting baptized in front of a whole group of people saying, I wanna live for God the rest of my life. Or my six-year-old, I'm telling them goodnight. It's funny, but of course it's sweet. So that's why I'm crying. He goes, Dad, I just hope you know Jesus loves you. I'm like, the fact that you said that, man, I have got no doubt regardless of how old you are, can we carry this message and let people know you are worthwhile, you are valid, you can be impactful for the gospel and God wants to use you. I'm so blessed by this church for how you guys have poured into these students right here in front of me, for how you have surrounded me and my family with love and community and for just the opportunity uh, to let me have a job here Put food on the table for my family. Graduates, I'm excited for you guys. I'm proud of you guys. And I want you to know 
God's already been using you, but God's got a lot of big plans for you guys to continue to use you. You're not up next. This isn't a finally up now because you're graduated. You've been up and you're continue, continually up. Say yes to God each and every day. Follow him. Look for how he wants to use you. Trust him. And that goes for all the rest of us too. Let's be up now. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this day. Uh, for giving me just enough strength to be here, for allowing me to um, just celebrate with the graduates, um, witness your glory and your splendor, experience your love, celebrate the baptisms, um, and just speak about you, Lord, to testify to you. Thank you for all that you've done in my life. Thank you for how you've and giving me strength each and every day to do a little bit of bringing the message of the gospel and the message of telling these students they're up now, they're worthwhile. You love them regardless, you love all of us regardless of you know, the sin in our life, what we're going through and what we've been through and you wanna use all of us each and every day. Help us to say yes to you. And I pray that you would bless these graduates as they go on from here. Use them mightily to change the world for the gospel. May they be lights everywhere they go. And may your name be made great because of this 2023 graduating class and because of Community Heights Alliance Church. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm now going to invite the... Uh, graduates up to the front out here you guys can spread out over here and then families you guys can move forward as we're gonna um, kind of sing a blessing over you and allow you guys to spend time praying with your families um, and if there's anybody else you guys can come on up I'm talking to give you transition time um, if there's anybody else too that would like to come up and pray with the graduates feel free to do so